It's that time of year again. It's E3, or it was. It like, was the E3s. <laughs> yeah, E3's over now, but we're doing uh, doing our little post-review here. Uh, took some time, reflected, got it all out of our system, and now we can actually come out with uh, just our thoughts on the entire show. Or butthurts. Uh, the, first, the first E3 to have basically just um, a, that anybody could attend, if you paid enough money, really. Which I'm glad I didn't go, because apparently it was worse. <laughs> it was kind of a lackluster E3 in a lot of ways. Uh, it was interesting. I hear they had a lot of security issues, which doesn't surprise me with, you know, when you just have a big conference, you're going to have security issues. Um, it, did it feel as big as uh, past years? Maybe not, but uh, we'll get into that. Uh, let's just get right into talking about the first show, uh, was EA. Uh, I actually skipped this one because it's, you know, EA. But Jerry, Jerry <laughs> I watched said, it. I watched every fucking thing. So, uh, first thing they announced, well, one of the first things was the, uh, Star, uh, the new Star Wars Battlefront, um, two. I mean, fuck it. <laughs> I don't. All right. So I knew the problems. Like, I pre ordered first Battlefront and they decided. Not to release the whole fucking game, but only four levels. And if you want the extra part of the game, you have to pay another like season pass bullshit. And you're paying like 120 bucks for that shit. And they're like, we're not gonna do that anymore. Blah blah blah. I'm so fucking butthurt still from this shit that I'm not gonna buy Battlefront two because I'm so fucking pissed off. I'm like, I have other multiplayer games to play. I'm not gonna deal with this shit ever fucking again. Like it's one of those like fanboy things. I'm like, no, you fucked up hard. You fucked up so hard. I don't want to play your game ever again. Because you fucking scam people out. So I, no, no, like, we got all this now. We got Darth Maul and he has a bot. And you're like, I don't care. I don't fuck. There is nothing you can do to make me go back on that. I can't. I'll probably get it. <laughs> it's Battlefront. I yeah, I was kind of hoping it would play like the old Battlefront. But uh, this to me looks like, you know, what what more can you ask is then just release the game. I mean, I know I they fucking want it. I know they fucked up, but I'll probably still get it. Because I like Battlefront, and I like Star Wars, and I don't like EA, but I like Star Wars, so. <laughs> I don't care about Darth Maul. I want a different person to do it. I don't want fucking EA or DICE doing it. I'm sorry, I'm so fucking, they fucked up so hard, and they got so much fucking money from those people, like, they scammed them out hard, and I'm so pissed off from that still. I'm like, no, fuck you. Just incrementally re- uh, releasing the game bit by bit, and charging more and more and more for it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we fixed all these problems, and I'm like, no. You didn't fix any problems because all you did was, like, scam people out of their money. What you should do is fucking refund all that fucking money to those people. Then maybe I'll fucking consider shit. It, I'm sorry. It's EA. It's 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 the cost of doing business with EA. They they, they do that pay-to-play shit. Yeah, I, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to do that shit ever again. I'm sorry. Like, I was like, we're not going to do it again. I'm like, I'm not going to buy good. your game. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking buy your game. <laughs> going on from there, they uh, announced Anthem. Um I'm kind of on the fence about it. It's it's. Uh, I mean, Destiny. Yeah, it's Bioware again, and that's all they do is. This looks more like a fucking Destiny game than like you know like than Destiny. I would love for Destiny to look like that. But it, I mean, even Destiny just looked like Halo. Yeah, because Bio that was, was fucking Bungie. Sorry, Bungie. But that's that's <laughs> that's all they do though. Is I mean, all of these like over the shoulder shooters, they all look the same to me. <laughs> when it's in set in space and they yeah. have the big bulky aliens and everything. Yeah, I know. It's all this kind of same thing again. I don't know why. Like I was reading articles and they're like, "This is gonna be a flop," but Destiny Two. I'm like, 
fuck Destiny 2 too. I fucking hate that game too. Like, fuck that. I am so fucking angry at every game. <laughs> I don't want any more fucking sequels. I'm like, I fucking hated Destiny 1. I fucking hated Battlefield 1. Why the fuck do I want another one of this shit? <laughs> well, speaking of new games, we've got A Way Out, a co-op prison break game, which should be an interesting uh, take on, on a genre we don't really see much for. Uh, I mean, it's made by the same, uh, what is it, the, the same people that did uh, Brother uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, which was a flop, but... Uh, it's an okay game. It wasn't bad, but I, I like what the direction is, like, for co-oping in a prison breaking. I'm like, that's, that's neat. I like that idea. Yeah, an experience that we don't get much of. I mean, it reminds me of, um, what, Payday, that uh, bank robbing game. Mm-hmm. Payday Heist, yeah. Yeah, anytime you have a have a co-op game where you're working together to, to compete a goal like that, um, I, I, it seems like the game has a lot of promise, and I mean, if And they, this is pretty heavy on, like, couch co-op, too, which yeah. was a big surprise. I mean, if, if you do it right, where you have, like, you know... Just you sandbox it and have like a dozen different ways to do do what you complete your task. I am excited for it. Honestly, this would be a really cool null space play. I think. Yeah, we could try, we could do that. Um, again, they'd have to do it right, and uh, we'll have to see more when it gets closer to coming out. But it has promise. Need for Speed. Do we even need to say anything? It's Fast and the Furious Speed. I was really annoyed by one feature. I'm like, all right, this looks really cool because I like the Burnout series. I like going crashes and fucking explosions. Yeah. They're fun. And then I'm like, all right, you're going in the speed now, fucking cutscene. I'm like, oh great, cutscene. All right, now you're driving a cutscene. I'm like, oh, I. So I'm, I'm going to be interrupted every thirty seconds with a fucking cutscene. Thank you so goddamn much. <laughs> Fuck you. There's nothing. <laughs> nothing breaks flow in a racing game than stopping and watching something. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh, thanks. I get to watch somebody else fucking do I, this. I mean, when when Burnout does it with their really spectacular crashes. Well, they slow down, like you can see all the detail. Like, yeah, that that I mean, I mean, it breaks flow, but it does it in such a way where it's really satisfying. Well, this and, is or, more or, like. Like, this is an action scene like a person's jumping off a car or whatever. Like, I would even prefer quick time events if that happened. Ugh. I know, I know. But but that would be more engaging into the game. I, I think I think the uh, there's a difference between doing that and having, like, the burnout crashes where, I mean, it still frustrates you and it's the game, like, laughing its ass off at you that you just did that spectacular wreck and it breaks flow. But it does it in such a way that you get, like, you get frustrated but still want to play and say, well, fuck you, now I'm winning. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we uh, continue on the next game, like, well, the announcement of uh, Need for Speed was that uh, unknown YouTuber. Ugh. It's like, I'm I'm a YouTube creator and... Content this... creator. Oh, they're all content creators. And I, this is a Need for Speed. <laughs> I, and so like, we just came out like, yeah, all right, let's get you out of here. <laughs> it's, it's like if we were at E3 announcing a game. Do you really want that? No. <laughs> Oh, you fucking Who the hell are they? <laughs> Get the fuck off this stage. Let me see the game. Who's this dipshit? Uh, Battlefield uh, One. We're going three. back to what is it? Is it going to be World War One again? I guess finally. We are seeing a lot of the old World War One and World War Two stuff this E three. Maybe it's because well, everybody's been bitching the past year that it was boots off ground kind of thing. Yeah, and I mean we. For the longest time, we've been moving closer and closer to sci-fi. Maybe this is finally getting us back to like, back to basics. But the thing is, 
you also have to take into gameplay the the weapon technology back then does not translate to me very well to gaming because reload times and everything you know it's, it's just super slow <laughs> it's remember that civil war game they made where you had to reload muskets and everything oh yeah that was super fun <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just like yeah there was there was more oh no it's the plague die slowly <laughs> There's the there's the mini game where you got to saw off the game. <laughs> Drink the whiskey. No offense, but I don't think know what players know what they actually fucking want and complain about. So even I, I don't. I mean, fuck, I'm already complaining about Battlefield Two and the game hasn't even come out yet. Uh, after, Just because I'm so butthurt. Sorry. After that, we've got a, a story mode in Madden. Madden 18. They're uh, I don't care. The the only story, <laughs> the only system that doesn't have a story mode, I believe, is the Switch, which again is just EA underestimating Nintendo, which is what they do. It's what they do. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, good for them for uh, putting in a story mode. But here's the thing: Do you think any of the players are going to play the story mode? Kind of like the Call of Duty franchise. There is a story mode, but a lot of people jump on the multiplayer. Yeah. And now with uh, FIFA and Madden having a story mode, do you think people are actually going to give a fuck, or is this a, maybe an experiment to? Show that they're doing something. When anytime you have a multiplayer with a with a story mode thrown in, thrown in, I mean, I, I feel it's good for training and practice. But definitely, the main play is going to be with multiplayer, and they know that. So the story mode will be lackluster, and it'll be short, and it'll be you know something that you kind of only play to kill time with. It's yeah. going to be like another Need for Speed thing. Like, are oh, you playing football? And we're just going to cut scene this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> but then, I mean. Whatever. EA, the rest of EA's stuff is just sports titles, which generally aren't that much fun to talk oh, about. Oh, there's announcers that was there. Uh, I don't know if... Yeah, you didn't see that, but... Oh, my God. It was so fucking... Annoying. Like, like They came out with, like, two sport... Uh, e-sport announcers. announcers. They did that a lot of shows this year. It was super fucking annoying. They did it for, like... It seemed like for fucking three hours. I'm like, you need to shut the fuck up right now and leave stage like oh they're gonna go oh I love men I'm like yes I know oh shut up <laughs> they did that for they did it for everything I mean even Splatoon had game announcers that were that were doing it for the esports e- shit and it's just oh, like yeah you didn't I don't care remembering this too like even with the EA presentation it was so cringy because they're really heavily uh, relying on the millennial kind of design where they're like, our new game, they start announcing the new Battlefield game, and tweets start popping up everywhere. Oh, stupid. Please don't do this. <laughs> and, I mean, and then they come out, and I was like, now on the EI floor, we have a circle of YouTubers playing games. <laughs> and I mean, commenting I, on our games. I'm it, like, oh. It's just so, it, it feels so heavily just corporated, where they're like, you know, what are kids doing these days? <laughs> Speak to the youth, kind of thing. It was so embarrassing. I'm like, I, I this makes me feel pretty embarrassed to play games. It's crazy. Like, thank you, EA, for making me embarrassed. I mean, it's clear that they're trying their best to speak to the youth. Yes. But it, it just feels so... I mean, it, it, it's obvious Get what they're the fucking doing. fucking YouTubers out there. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm a YouTuber. Don't give a fuck about me. I don't give a fuck about me. Don't... But no! <laughs> and it's just, it, it's just like... We're here to watch the game, and we're aware that this is what the you know what the community is like. But we don't need you going, cool man, dude, tubular. Oh, yeah, that was part of the trailers too. They actually had YouTubers like going like, oh my god, look at this, guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't need that. We don't need to watch someone else that you basically picked. In the cor- cor- the corporation, like you, you picked somebody to basically represent us, and it's always going to end badly because you're you're like five white 
old people behind <laughs> the desk, you know, go, okay, so what did your children like these days? They're they like, like YouTube streamers, and... <laughs> I think they're big into spray paint now, and fidget spinners, you know? I, I was like, surprised I didn't see any more fucking fidget spinners, like, just on E3 randomly. It's like when, when they try and explain memes on, on the news, or oh, it's just yeah. the old... The, the Who old is balding, this 4chan? The old balding uh, newscaster talking about dank memes, and you're just like, please, stop! Oh my god it's when your parents are saying that's cool or they say dude it yes. just does not it, it hits you wrong no it's just pretty much that was the e3 i mean ea right there that was ea let's move on to microsoft uh we're gonna try and keep it in order this time but uh no promises who gives a fuck uh right now the big thing with microsoft is the new uh xbox one x which uh <laughs> wait one x what is it is it xbox one x and xbox one s <laughs> which, which it's it's basically the, I think they're. I'm getting the name all mixed up again. Like I saw it in my face. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, I see it. It's still a stupid name. I'm sorry. So, so <laughs> the thing is, everybody's harping on the name because when Grandma's out buying the system for you know, her grandkid on Christmas, and she says to the clerk, "I want the new Xbox." This is going to basically just. <laughs> be a pain in the ass for every game store employee and every grandparent out there or every parent everyone who's not savvy with the industry is going to be so fucking confused and, oh, this and basi- frustrated this basically was, just I made- was frustrated watching this shit I'm like there's the one S and the one X and the fucking the one dick and the one point of the fucking deer the one thing I did notice about this game about the uh, Xbox One X is the fact that even abbreviated it spells Xbox because you have X B O X, and I mean yeah. that's that's a kind of cool. But then, how the hell are you supposed to even blog about it? Because it's fucking irritating. Which Xbox? No, the Xbox Xbox. Yeah, we're going back to like who's on base. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. That aside, I was really impressed at uh, at, at the graphics initially what they were showing with the xbox one x and the four four uh k graphics and everything but then i realized wait a minute i'm not watching this on a 4k tv and i'm still kind of impressed by the graphics so does that mean i don't need the 4k system and i'll just get the one s yeah and and xbox said that they are initially planning on selling more xbox s's more than the xbox one One x X. god damn this is so annoying to say (laughs) S's and X's. <laughs> Fucking damn it. Let, let me just say, I hope you don't have a lisp these days because you're going to be fucked. God damn. Uh, anyway, uh, I mean, first of all, the system does look pretty impressive. The price point is not something I'm a fan of. What is it's it? $500. $500. $499.99, which is for, like, for one console. Well, and that tax is like 525 then. A console that is only justified if you have a 4K TV. And I have not seen a side-by-side that makes me decide, okay, I need a 4K versus just the, the 1080 yeah. HDMI. I've, um, I got my 1080p right now. I haven't upgraded 4K because, one, I don't have money, and nor do I fucking care. We're, we're serious gamers, though, you yes, and I. Yes. I mean, this, this is a large part of our life, and there is occasionally disposable income. And that's basically what they're, they're trying to target is our disposable income and... Right now, I need I need some way to convince me to take the take the plunge and move up to 4K, and I'm I'm still on. Oh, the I haven't anything yet. I, there's not a damn thing for me that makes, makes me move up to 4K because I, with all the new games coming out, they're all fun and really shiny and dandy. But 
I'm still going back to older games more and more now because I'm just getting irritated with like games like your fucking Fast and Furious game. Like I'm not gonna play. And it, it's so. like if you don't have a 4K TV, is it even? Does it even make sense to move up to one of these new Xbox systems? Probably not because you're not going to see the increased quality. Or are you? And it's even if you do have a 4K TV, if you put it next to a standard 1080 TV and had two games running at the same time, would you notice a difference? Would you notice a difference if they weren't side by side? I guess this is all stuff. Also comes down to like, is it really about the graphics, but more about the gameplay then? Because then now they're really focusing on the graphics. I think at this point, uh, with, with with graphics, we're, we're looking at um, that last final distancing from what you can see with with HD and what you can see with with actual next gen graphics, like the the even the um, the, the the Nvidia uh, Titan series. What they're with, we've moved on to basically a thousand instead of just the nine hundred, the seven hundred, the you know mm-hmm. the older graphics series. Sure, there I, there is to the trained eye uh, a very very distinct increase in in the the how pretty games look these days well, even with the frame rates too and we're, we're finally seeing that i mean basically these days it's all about frame rates because even a, a decent game running on a 1080 titan series graphics card looks like shit if it's only going you know 20 frames a second yeah which basically we're, we're getting less of graphic intensity and we're getting more of speed of the card how fast can you get this the, the scene to move yeah now um when you're not pc gaming these consoles are basically they should always if they're going to have a system like this every game should run natively at 60 frames a second in my opinion yeah but i think they try to shoot for that as much as they can depending on what's going on in the game though 30 is still acceptable to me mm-hmm. i don't mind 30 unless you get these really hyper detailed games that's the only time you can tell that it's running at 30 frames a second mm-hmm. and this is all stuff they're talking about with the one x and they're they're just pushing 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 this new hardware because of the 4k capability yeah is it worth it yet will it be worth it to move up i i guess if you're um if, if you got the setup for it why not yeah but if you if you don't have the 4k setup uh will this be the thing that actually pushes you there probably not they gotta give me a good game though maybe like at least five i need at least five minimum games to go like yes this would be awesome, and I mean, like the for, the Forza game they showed off, it was it was gorgeous. I don't care about Forza though; it's just a tech demo to me. A lot of people like the Forza series, the racing games, Ridge Racer. But in <laughs> order to justify in order to justify the 4K graphics, you have to show me something that I can't see by turning on, you know, NASCAR. I need to see something that, like, you know, take me to a different world. Take yeah. me to something, take take me to an epic space battle to show off your 4K. No, I understand. You know? Oh, that's why I looked at Forza, just kind of like a tech demo showing off the quality of the game. Did you give a fuck that they showed off a brand new car? No, I don't think anybody did. They were really pushed, like, did you know that was a new car? No one has ever seen this. And I mean, this is not the place to be, He's you like, know. This is a video game show. <laughs> don't, don't, be, don't be bringing this up here. Everyone in the crowd is like, what? <laughs> we can't that's a car. <laughs> Most of the people here are here for fucking Halo. <laughs> yeah, I was there for Halo, and I didn't get Halo. Um, going on from there, from, from just talking about the system itself, uh, honestly... I was fairly impressed with the Microsoft show. Um, it I, could have been a lot fucking worse. It, it, it's so it, much worse. It made me actually want an Xbox for the first time since ever, I think. I don't think I've ever actually wanted an Xbox, and this has actually pushed me there. I think... Uh, all right. The things that I was impressed about the show before we go on to the next game, uh, the one thing that made me go, yes, 
thank you, but it's not a big deal. It's more of like a feature that I think that needs to be had is the original Xbox game backwards compatibility. That was huge. That was really neat that they're actually finally really focused on pushing those out. I have like a library of like 150 original Xbox games that, and I just can't get rid of because I love these games. But you know, I still keep my original Xbox around because I like these games. And if they're going to make it backwards compatible with the Xbox One, slowly but surely, like they did with the 360 games, totally on board. I'm really okay with the fact that they're trying to take some notes from Steam. Like this is your library. You can bring your library to the next system. I like that idea a lot. That would be pretty excellent. I mean, it it shows more, I guess, more faith in your customer base than, say, releasing the game again on the next system like Nintendo does. Because they are doing this, it makes me like, well, I feel pretty secure with my library and I want to leave my library behind. I would be okay purchasing the following Xbox because what they were trying to sell the point, like... Crimson uh, Skies was the original Xbox game. It can be played on 360, you can play it on the Xbox One, and you can play it on the Xbox One X, one, whatever, fuck. The, the, the Xbox fuck. But yes, but the thing is, though, like, you can play four-player co-op with a link cable with those four different systems. They can all universally be attached and played together with the original Xbox game. I think that was really cool. That's fucking incredible. That's yes. really cool. Yeah, that's it. That, that was like the thing that they didn't talk about in the show. I'm like, you really should have told that people that. that. people would have fucking flipped. Yes, you should fucking tell her that. It was all like a, a little article that I found. Like, oh, you can do this, by the way. I'm like, by the way, it does this? <laughs> Holy the, shit! The greatest, feature, <laughs> the greatest feature we've ever seen in games. <laughs> Backwards compatible of this old Xbox game could be played on original Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and the Xbox One X? Holy shit! <laughs> in one bedroom? Fuck yes! Let's talk about a land party. You know, you yeah. could, you could go, you could go back in time to say, "Hey, little Jerry, come with me. We're gonna play this game together." <laughs> that feature alone is like makes me want to buy the future of the Xbox because I feel secure then. Because it's that part of that Steam mentality. Like, no way, you have your game and you'll be able to continue to play your game. Don't worry about it. Just continue buying your shit. Like, yeah, that's fine with me. Uh, the thing is. The reason they don't do that, and the reason we all know the reason they don't that more companies don't do that, is because systems do not make the company money. Systems actually are sold pretty pretty close to at cost, or sometimes like at Sega loss. at a loss. the The Dreamcast was sold at a loss, and we all know that's one of the reasons the Dreamcast killed Sega. Well, Sega is still alive, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but um, and and I mean I understand that aspect of it. But it's just so cool that Microsoft has said, despite that, we're going to allow you to continue to use the old software is just, it's, it's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's something that should be commended, and it's a reason that I was actually swayed and no longer anti-Microsoft here. I'm like, okay! <laughs> More power to you. I want to say, like, I don't say this very often. Thank you, Microsoft, for giving me something that I really wanted. Seriously. <laughs> uh, speaking of something we really wanted, that new Metro demo. I mean, oh, that was pretty. It was it was gorgeous, and the that monster, pretty. the monsters were definitely something I'd be interested in shooting in the face. Those giant like mutant rats, they were pretty cool. And the entire the entire demo of it, that that really wooded looking area, and was very it, to me almost felt clockwork. Mm -hmm. But it was. Um, very, very interesting. If you haven't watched the new Metro Exodus demo, which is what, which is what we're talking about, it 
I mean, of course, it, it was very scripted, and I mean, yeah. And Did you know a lot of live demos are being taken away from E3 now? They just got videos now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is okay with me. It's fine. There's less problems. I mean, it, with the with the scripted demo where you have it and it's very cut sceney and there's no at no time are you actually going to be moving that smoothly when you're playing a first person shooter mm-hmm. but still uh the, the environment really sold me and and it was very first person shooter but when you're doing it in a in a in a game that just looks that unique and that pretty i think you can actually finally take a, a step away from oh it's just another first person shooter and say Oh, that's Exodus. That's the, that's Metro. That's mm-hmm. very unique and very pretty and very you know something I want to try that just won't feel like oh another one. You know, yeah. I'm uh, very okay with it. I'm I'm probably gonna get it. I have the other two and I've I played them. The great and the Metro so. games are notoriously difficult. Mm-hmm. So this this right up my alley. Yeah, <laughs> they're really good games. Yeah, we're yeah we're a fan. We're on board totally. Uh, next was the announced Assassin's Creed Origins. We're gonna get to that with Bethesda. Um, but no, you mean Ubi? Oh, Ubi, yeah. yeah. We'll get with when we talk about Ubi, we'll talk about the uh, the new Assassin's Creed. Going on from there, uh, Deep Rock Galactic. I don't even remember most of it. Can I see a picture of it? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've that. Uh, it, I, yep. It, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything. We'll, we'll talk. I mean, it's, it's just another space. Almost looks like uh, like a marine version of Halo. Was it the Hell Divers? Yeah. yeah it, that was on PlayStation, and it was a. Uh, not back. It was a. Uh, you can play it on PC, and it's like it's Vita. like a space mining, gate crafting. Yeah, it's game. an interesting yeah. game. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Maybe when we get more to, towards what what we can see from it. Um, oh, okay. I want to bring up this shit. Okay, we're going to PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, and this is what really what the Xbox throw like made me laugh every time they fucking did this. Like Xbox exclusive. You heard it every fucking thirty seconds. Like Xbox exclusive. Xbox yeah. exclusive. Like, well, you're being. Technically, you know, exclusive, maybe. I already have PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds on Steam, and it's a very fun game. And there's an Xbox exclusive. I'm like, well, I guess I can't play it on PC anymore, you fucking fuckers. But no, they're, it's obviously if you play Player Battlefield, blah, blah, blah. PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, you know, it's a fun game, but it's coming to Xbox now. And we got to see uh, more of a new map. That's exciting. I don't think I'm going to get it for Xbox One because, fuck, I already have it on Steam, so who gives a shit? Have you played it yet? How is it Xbox exclusive if it's uh, on PC? Yeah, there's their technicality thing. So it's just a console exclusive, but they're like, but if you have a PC, you're probably already playing it. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) People like, I know it's like people when it was announced... They weren't really applauding because they're like, well, we already... Yeah, we have this game. <laughs> and it's really funny what Gary brought up, too. It's like, it's like, how they announced a game that's not even finished. Because <laughs> we're playing, what we're playing on the PC right now is the beta version. And it's just, it's play-as-you-go kind of thing. And it's, even if they stop making the game right now, the game is still very fun. Uh, what else was announced? State of Decay 2. Yeah, another zombie game. Uh, the Minecraft... Multi-platform where it's actually um, you can play cross-play with everything but but Sony, which was it just Sony? Sony was not pretty much Nintendo. I, I saw the Switch, thing with Nintendo. Switch, uh, Switch, PC, tablet, um, uh, Xbox, all can play together on on the same server. Sony says no. <laughs> Fuck you, Sony. I guess. God damn it, Sony. <laughs> Uh, fucking, oh, I saw their 4K render packs, and that looks really oh, cool. I am so fucking sold on that high high detail pack. As soon as they started showing that, I got chills. I was like, 
I mean, there well, have been there have been skin packs that are high detail like oh, this. Oh, the for, mod packs for PC for, for the past for 10 so, years. But, yeah. but the fact that they even had, like, the, the HUD and the, 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 the lighting effects and everything, mm-hmm. it's just, it's something that I can really get excited for because it just, it does finally feel like the game is growing instead of just adding new features. This makes it feel like another sequel. It almost feels like Minecraft 2 to me. I think that was their, yeah, justification. Like, how do you do Minecraft 2? That and the fact, like, the sun and the moon are, like, really rounded squares, and they Mm -hmm. have, like, that... It's just so cute. No, I like it. The shadow detail and the the brick detail and everything. I mean, this feels like Minecraft is something new again that I I can finally say I'm excited to jump back into. I mean, Minecraft is one of those games you never really quite give up permanently. No, it's like Legos, dude. But it, it... eventually you get tired of doing the same thing over and over again whereas this looks like a new way to do the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. which I, it sounds silly but i'm really excited for that high i think graphics. microsoft has gone a really good direction of where they want to go with minecraft and even if it's something simple like that just putting out more texture packs would have been right out for years but having official texture packs i think that's really great and the fact that the texture packs are going to be for every system Mm-hmm. Is, is excellent. I mean, getting that texture patch on the Switch, I can imagine playing that handheld, and I'm really excited for it. I'm probably going to get it for Switch just because that sounds like a really cool thing to play on the go. Yeah. Just to have it on, installed on my system. Um, Speaking yeah, of... Also, yeah, I, I, I know you said it already, but I am also very excited for the cross-platform play as Cross-platform well. play will be a lot of fun, especially because... if, you, if... I mean, when you have this many versions of a game out mm-hmm. and you have this many systems to play it on it's it's so cool that they're doing that where you can just sit there and say well I've got the Xbox he's got the Nintendo Switch let's still play together anyways I think that's great I mean like we have uh, the little one in our house she has one on the Wii U in her bedroom Yeah, and we have one on the Xbox and the, of course it's really great too because like on the Playstation if you bought one you have them all so but mm-hmm. that's not backwards compatible <laughs> but we, I still have it for the Xbox One I got it for like five bucks or whatever because I played the previous one on my 360 so yeah. they were really so I wasn't really like complaining about it like oh I got it for five bucks that's really cool and now I could play with her in the other bedroom while she plays on the Wii U and it'd be fun again because now we have our own TV screen I don't know if the Wii U is going to have it because I'm not sure about the online capability of Wii U and how much longer that's going to be sticking around oh yeah the online compatibility Nintendo is going to be killing it fairly soon I believe We'll talk about that soon. Um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. <laughs> I mean, looks like anime. <laughs> I was, I was fucking thrilled. I don't even like Dragon Ball Z games. I know, like, no, no, no. I'm not a big Dragon Ball Z for ball firm. Not a big Dragon Ball fan, but man, did that look that cool? Really, really <laughs> slick. It looked like anime. It looked like the fucking anime fighting. No, those, like fucking somebody with that high that. defs like cell shading s yeah. graphics. It, it looked really like great. Tried, I'm like, damn, bitch. It, it did. It looked. It looked really cool. I mean, I again, we're not Dragon Ball big Dragon Ball fans, but I'm very impressed. I, so I can I, only I, imagine how you Dragon Ball fans are feeling right now. Yeah. I might actually have to get this one just because it looks so. <laughs> it looks so smooth and cool. Really neat, yeah. All right, the Darwin Project. Darwin Project looked like basically um, kind of more of a survivalist version of um, what's it called? Uh, Overwatch. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, I guess. Then you had your goofy e announcer, esports announcers in the background talking about. It. I really wish they'd stop doing that because I don't fucking care anymore. I mean, I, d- I'm okay with just a, like a, de- a developer coming out, explaining the game, and then leaving off stage. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch esports, and I don't 
did, do they have announcers during esports like that? I don't even know anymore. I, I guess I, it, it's it's coming to the point of like no kids these days and blah, blah, blah. now you can feel like your dad watching football with these annoying announcers. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm I'm 31, so I'm, I guess I'm not with the times anymore. But you know, I guess I suck. So I'm sorry for that. <laughs> Maybe there's something to it. Maybe I'm just dumb. Black Desert, another MMO coming to Xbox One. Uh, I think MMOs on on consoles they just rub me the wrong way. <sighs> they are kind of. It's just because an MMO to me seems like something a be- PC thing. Yeah, I mean, it seems like something you'd want to have your keyboard ready at all times for. And what everything. happens if they came out with a patch for Xbox One? Is like, hey, have your keyboard and mouse now. I guess, but I mean, to me, it just seems Microsoft like stuff might do that. You know, with the stuff that they've been like doing backwards compatibility, like eh, I hope. You know, maybe if they're listening, I hope. If you if you want more information on Black Desert, look it up. We're gonna just keep moving along, just because it's there's one of those. so much to talk about. Uh, let's see. The last night, despite the fact that it had that weird, um, <laughs> I guess, uh, the controversy with with some things that the the announcement that the creator said a couple of years ago, some anti-feminism bullshit. Yeah, it's just like. I really wish creators would just keep their mouth shut and let us enjoy the game. And if they have a political statement, you know, they want made. Leave it in the game. Shut up. <laughs> okay. And I mean, at the very least, then you can say, you know, oh, this Ayn Rand bullshit isn't for me, but whatever. It's just a video game and I can still enjoy it, you know? Yeah, I guess. The Last night does. It's that really pixely looking, almost looks like um, flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks pretty. It, it's very pretty and everything, and then they, they apologize for the statement already, but just to everybody out there, I mean, I know fucking social media is is so easily accessible and easy to complain on, and I'm guilty of it too, but at the very least, I keep it off of our Null Space page, you know? Yeah, with Null Space, we don't do religion or politics. Yeah, we just... We, we talk st- about games, too. We stay away from it, so, I mean, games are art, but... Fuck you. It's a video game. It's a game still. Let us enjoy the game aspect of it. Um, Even the art style is pretty. I like the art style. Artful Escaped, it, it actually kind of hurt my eyes. It was a, a lot of... I mean, I think my first words of, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> that is the thing where it's, it was that goofy, weird side-scroller where you're where the guy's playing a guitar while you're doing it. I it, To me, it looked like a rhythm game, but maybe not. Really... I mean, I'm glad we're... Ex- it didn't really fucking show me anything. I'm, <laughs> like, I just saw a bunch of trippy shit. I'm like, all right. I'm glad we're expand- expanding on the pixel look of things to where it actually isn't just flat pixel graphics like, say... Oh, like, generated crap from, like, you know, like, like make your own 8-bit game, blah, blah, blah. And this this actually adds, like, you know, atmosphere and lighting and stuff to it, but, I People mean... People actually try. Still, I mean, games are art, but give me the game part of it, too. Yeah. Uh, Code Vein... Anime vampires. <laughs> right on. Whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Um, you're in a spaceship. I don't know what it is, but it's... Tacoma looked like almost another VR experience um, mm-hmm. from the people who made Gone Home. Uh, so another, I guess, interactive experience, not necessarily a game where you're just kind of exploring. I like interactive experiences. Sometimes it's nice for me just to chill out and kind of watch things. Watch a story. Yeah. Be involved in a story Not somewhere. a fucking cut scene. Find a story. <laughs> Uh, after that Cuphead finally gets date September 29th. Oh my god, I'm getting this, dude. I am totally getting Cuphead. You'll have to come over and let me play, because I believe that's an actual Xbox exclusive. Is it? I'll I just think bring so. it over. We'll stream it. Alright, after that, we've got um, the the game of uh, indie games. We the, the indie, After that, we've got their montage of indie games. Um, we've got Ashen, which looks like uh, basically kind of a gothic 
almost Dark Souls, where you're walking around hacking and slashing. Yeah, look nice. Uh, another Gone Home. Uh, no, it's a Life oh, is Strange. We got another Life is Strange. It was a prequel, I believe. Uh, it's a good game. Uh, I haven't finished it yet, just because I've had time to. And what the fuck? Okay, so Super Lucky's Tale. I'm like, it's like, was that supposed to be a Conquer game, and then just removed Conquer? Lucky's Tale was actually a VR experience. If you remember, it's the platformer where you had the VR headset and Lucky was running around you. The entire environment was around you and he was hopping and stuff. And it was a very, um, almost not Rayman, but kind of a croc throwback. Okay. Didn't Conquer also have that too? And it was horrifying? That was last year's E3. We didn't see anything about Young Conquer this year, thank God. But, uh, but Super Lucky's Tale takes out the VR uh, aspect of it, which is strange to me because I think that was supposed to be the big, uh, big selling point of the game yeah. and and leaving that out it becomes another platformer and platformers don't do so well these days not really unless you're mario sea of thieves looked pretty cool this time run around i mean it looks yeah a lot more developed now uh it reminds me of that my mom used to play the pirates of the caribbean mmo when that oh, still existed really? and this is what that reminds me of and i'm like this might actually be fun to play as a family Wow, that's a cool idea. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So, I mean, I'm 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 pretty pumped about it, uh, especially if it does crossplay with uh, with Microsoft and PC. Does it? I know they're building two different ports. Well, not ports, but they're two different versions. I know they specifically said they're making an Xbox One version and with One X, whatever, mm-hmm. and a PC version. I either way, Sea of Thieves. We talked about it last uh, last year. Um, the pirate game in which basically you you command a, a ship and look for treasure yeah it's a pirate game i mean and they look like it looks like a huge sandbox looks like a lot to do almost like an uh would you say it's an mmo kind of style i hope so i i hope because i noticed like you have like a crew of people kind of like borderlands but then you have other people on the side of the you know see the problem with that the problem with that is mmos tend to get really crowded so i'm hoping that it's i mean they keep the server population somewhat to like 50 players maybe? <laughs> something like so that you're not all battling for this one treasure because i don't want to be grieved i want to play this with my family and have fun sure sure but we'll see how it goes i'm i'm interested definitely interested crackdown look cool except that they threw uh terry uh, what's this terry cruise in there yeah, he's and, selling and deodorant that that's it's, I mean, every time you throw a celebrity in your game video, it it's feels... weird. I mean, yeah, cool. I mean, it's the same thing Call of Duty does every year if you have... Oh, I recognize that face. They play Call of Duty too? Yuck, yuck, yuck. But who needs <laughs> I'm going to be just like them. Yeah, I know. Sell, sell your game, but don't sell us a celebrity. You know? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, the new Shadow of Mordor announced... I was really getting behind. I like the new orc buddy you have in the very yeah. beginning there. He was making me laugh. I'm like, yeah, I want him to be a psychic. I want I want all the talking to be done by this guy because it, when you have your 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 stern grizzled protagonist the entire time, you need some sort of humor in the background. And having his dark comedy behind you with you know his dark Klingon comedy really really translates well. Mm-hmm. Into, and the fact that Mordor has this weird jungle aspect to it, and apparently there's like an entire continent of Mordor, that kind of threw me off. But get away from the Lord of the Rings aspect of it and enjoy the game. I'm excited for. It looks like a. I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan. I know it's blasphemous, but uh, it looked really solid. I was very impressed with the uh, facial animations. Facial animations, and really, to me, it's the writing. It's all about the writing and and having having that big, big giant ogre following you around. Yeah. It's just, a, just making quips. It, it, that's, that's what I want. <laughs> kind of like the Dragon Ball thing. I'm not a huge fan, but goddamn, that was very impressive. Uh, moving on from there, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Another Ori game. 
very little gameplay shown and just very environmental on game is arty but I mean you gotta show me some gameplay exactly I gotta see something and they uh, close up with the Anthem game yeah Microsoft closed with Anthem uh, going on from there let's uh, let's move on to uh, Ubisoft Bethesda well sure Ubisoft we'll talk a little bit about um, first of all that the new uh, I mean I, Miyamoto popped on stage it's very big we'll talk about that but then the the new we'll talk about the new Assassin's Creed. Yes, uh, very. That'd be really funny though, because yeah, the very the very um looked very much like Assassin's Creed. I'm excited that it's set in ancient Egypt. To me, that seems like a really cool way to go. Yes, especially I'm, because dude, who is not a fan of ancient Egypt style shit? Everybody, man? every every kid growing up was you know interested in ancient Egypt. It's so mysterious and full of culture. It's so awesome. Probably because of Indiana Jones. Maybe. But but I mean it's 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 one of those things where I the, my favorite part of the Assassin's Creed games have always been like the dungeons and temples mm-hmm. and I feel like this really needs to push that aspect of it. Sure. Another thing is we're getting away from uh, the more high powered weapons that the later, later Assassin's Creed games have. Like how fucking difficult is it to assassinate someone with a gun? You know? <laughs> oh, I have a gun! Blam! That was it. You know? <laughs> the only problem is it does look very Assassin's Creedy, where it has um, too much on the fucking. Uh, first of all, I don't know if there's gonna be a map. I don't know if there's gonna be a mini map. I don't or, know. But um, it looks too much like no one likes those crouch and follow quests. Please stop making us do those because they're a pain in the ass. I mean, follow these guys and listen to what they're saying. Hide behind that bush. If he's going to turn around, he's going to turn around now. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, it, it, it really drags the game. I know they're supposed to extend the gameplay as much as they can and make you feel like you're a ninja, And but it's yeah. boring. <laughs> it's fucking boring. Yahtzee of uh, Zero Punctuation says the best. It's basically just grandmother's footsteps, and it, you don't want that in a game. You don't want to fucking follow quests. I mean... Every, Follow and escort quests are the fucking worst. I, they are, they are, <laughs> and I mean, I mean, I remember going all the way back to Infamous for the PlayStation Three, where you had to like climb on rooftops and follow follow a car, and Arkham Asylum, where you're following uh, cops to the, uh, you're following crooks back to their you know their hideout. They're annoying. They're annoying. They take you off track, far, far off track from where you were, especially in a sandbox game where there's thousands of collectibles everywhere. You kind of want to keep where you are on the map. And they're an irritation. Every game they're in, they're irritating. So I hope we get more away from that. I mean, the one they, the the quest they showed was a follow me mm-hmm. quest, but I'm hoping that was just you know an example. Yeah. Either way, Assassin's Creed set in ancient Egypt. There's very little they could do wrong here. So I'm hoping they'll do good. I just got a bunch of hopes. Um, then we had Miyamoto walk on stage. Everybody was crying. <laughs> it was, <laughs> The game they showed, I am just not interested in. I'm glad they looked like they were having fun playing it, but I mean, adding... I got some feels here, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) Adding the Ubisoft level of humor with a Mario game, it it does seem like it's going to be a good fit, but I'm just not interested. Um, First off, Mario has a gun. (laughs) Well, he's had a gun in the past. He's had a water gun. It was like a water backpack. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And he was cleaning shit. But I'm like, he's got a Mega Man blaster. And uh, the last time, you know, uh, you know, Sonic had a gun. Uh. <laughs> uh, he's, I was looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, Miyamoto's on stage. Everybody's freaking out. And I'm looking at the game, and I'm like, I'm glad, Miyamoto, you're very... like." And he did say, like, I want a Mario game that's not been done before. And the team had think, thought very hard, and they said, like, well, Mario hasn't had an RTS kind of style, so they tried to do that. I'm like, okay, yeah, fair enough. They're 
art there isn't a Mario RTS unless you can think of one. Mm-mm. I looked online, I'm like there's no world. Like, okay, good for you for making a new Mario game. I just hate the rabbits. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone at a certain age hates the rabbits. It's kind of like the minions from uh, Despicable I, I Me. I was trying to figure out a name for those kind of characters. Like besides you know, jerk off character, I don't know what they are. They're they're comic relief characters, and when it's focused on them alone, that it becomes nonsensical. I mean, I like the first uh, Raven Ra- Raymond Rabbits, whatever it was, for the me the we Raymond Raven Rabbits, I believe. And, and it, it was a mini game. The ra- the rabbits they were an afterthought, you know. Mm-hmm. They they were there, but they were kind of meant to be there as like you know basically a nuisance for you kind of thing. And when you have them focused as like the, the main characters, uh, it loses it I, loses character. It just becomes like fucking slapstick it, it, it becomes... I like slapstick trust me I'm a guy who loves some me some slapstick I love the naked guns I love anything by those guys but um god damn I just uh they're the minions I, from from Despicable Me, and it's just like that that whole minion movie where you're like basically it's a had, headache to me I'm you sorry. had to have a fucking narrator to tell the story because they don't speak English you know <laughs> <sighs> I'm sure it's a good game. I'm probably not going to get it, unfortunately. I'm sorry, Ubisoft and Nintendo. It's no, it's not for me. Uh, next, the crew, another racing game. We're just gonna we're just gonna really skip through the racing yeah, we're, games. We're gonna, yeah, um, they had Transference where they showed. I believe that was the one where they had um, Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. Yep, uh, very very little about that. It was more like a trailer, a movie trailer, and like you could do this. I'm like, okay, what am I doing? <laughs> After that, they showed off Skull and Bones, which is another pirate game. But I mean, it looked. It looked along the same lines of the Assassin's Creed pirate game. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, this one where you're mainly... Pirate fucking games are coming out really heavily this year. This one doesn't look as good as as Sea of Thieves, because this looks mainly about, like, pirate ship warfare, which is... Yeah. It's it's different than an actual pirate game to me. This seems like more of a, like, a Navy game. It's Mm -hmm. it's Battleship, and, um, I'm just not that interested into it, especially PvP. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with uh, Sea of Thieves more. So it's probably gonna be uh, drowned out. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, and then they showed like the Kraken at the very end of the the thing. I mean, that's what they should have showed off was a fight with a fucking Kraken. <laughs> yeah, know? right. Uh, Starlink, the Battle of Atlas. Oh, that's that actually looked pretty interesting. That was the, oh, that's the right. Game, that was the Toy to Life game in which you had a ship. Um, and you could attach different weapons to your ship to do mm-hmm. different things in the game. And I which, saw they were having on, on the controller, but I'm like, wow, that's really fucking annoying to have on your controller. <laughs> yeah. It is, but I'm still actually, I mean, if I were a kid, this would be a game I went nuts for. Build your own spaceship and just customize it on the fly. And yeah, I think really, you're right, yeah. If I was like 12 again, this would totally be the game for me. Especially since, I mean, if you... I loved building spaceships when I had Legos all the time. If you don't have this be like a blind bag where you can actually go and say, okay, I need that part... That really does seem fucking cool to me because it's the same thing as like, um, uh, what is it, uh, Elite Dangerous, where you're customizing your ship for different situations and having your ship actually on the shelf too. Yeah, that'd be fun. That's no, that's a cool depending idea. Depending on the amount of customizable, depending on the level of that you can customize these ships and build them up. Like if I can make this thing like one heavy ass piece of plastic on my shelf where it's got like eighty. <laughs> different attachments to it that would be great but it looks like this is going to have like a base and maybe four ports sure probably so, so we'll see and i mean it's i'm on board I'm it's on just board. been announced and it may get um may get bigger as we go on so we'll see uh far cry 5 very very um people are on the fence with 
I'm, I mean, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of it has to do with your personal politics, which we're not going to get into, but, um, honestly, I'm kind of on the fence about it because I believe Far Cry is like a big exploration game. And I just don't get that feeling from Montana. (laughs) I mean, maybe Wisconsin. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's just because it's, it's such a familiar setting to me that it doesn't feel like a Far Cry game. I I believe Far Cry should be set far away. (laughs) I guess you're right. Um. Maybe that's too close to home to you, literally. Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. Is it's it's just. I mean, if I can if I can drive a couple hours and see what I see in the game, it doesn't feel like you know. It's not alien. It's not Far Cry. It's not something you know a unique place to explore and see. And, you well, know, a lot of people do live in the city, and we're kind of in the middle of not city and not country either. Yeah. We're, I mean, we can go both places, but I guess a lot of people like in America live in a city so this might be their far cry I, it might be like people it's who live just, in new york or some shit i don't know yeah i guess up growing up where i you know could travel to farms and shit like this and in rural rural areas it just seems like like we can travel one hour and be in farm country and we can go to a shooting gallery and that's essentially what you have yeah <laughs> and then we can travel like a half hour and we can be downtown milwaukee or even another hour and give me in chicago Right. We live in a pretty interesting area, personally. Uh, last thing that Ubisoft announced, which is pretty much their biggest biggest announcement of the show, uh, we're not going to talk much about it just because they didn't really show us too much, was the new Beyond Good and Evil, um, the sequel they're coming out with. Uh, this is a cult classic that a lot of people are excited for. The original is a, is a classic game. It's really good. Um, for the sequel, coming out with another trailer... I Honestly, I didn't take much from it. I'm like, yeah, good for them making it. I, I took more of the... The developer coming out on stage and shedding a tear of happiness. The thing that weird, that would really got me. <laughs> the thing that weirded me out was, I mean, you know, you know me. I'm not really offended by language, but isn't the first one kind of like a, supposed to be kind of a T, maybe an E rated game? It was a T game, yeah. And then this one basically drops the F bomb every five seconds. Yeah, I th- think they noticed that their player base <laughs> has uh, grown up in the past. So couple, yeah, I suppose anybody who would be playing the second one would be definitely okay. older. Yeah, like, I'm 31, and I played the first... Oh, God, that was original Xbox days that I played it. And that was, like, in high school. So, yeah, that was over 10 years ago. (laughs) So they'd be definitely over 18 at this point. All right, going on from there, we're going to just kind of run through Sony because it was... Sony was definitely lackluster this year, in my opinion. Well, here's the thing that we can talk about right away, off the bat. Like, I'm getting fucking so tired of pre-release videos before E3. Yeah, everything gets announced before E3 even comes along, and it's just... It, it, it doesn't get me excited, then. It waters E3 down. Yeah. And and it really kind of... It, it's it's boring, then. It's just, we already saw this, let's get to the things we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Which is what I thought Nintendo was going to be this year. Pleasantly surprised. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, I mean, we saw the new Uncharted... Uh, well, the Uncharted we got announced last year. I already have it pre-ordered from last year. Whatever was a was a it's a spinoff with um with the two girls. I forgot their names. I'm sorry. Uh, then we saw Horizon Zero Dawn is getting an expansion. Wintry, good, yeah, stuff. A different setting, same game, different setting. It, interesting. Uh, Days uh, Gone shown last year. Days Gone, which really I thought was going to be um again. They got me again. I thought it was going to be Last of Us Two, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and basically it's just zombies and bikers, you know, and 
eh, whatever. And this one, I mean, the big bear at the end was was cool looking, but other than that, it basically is Last of Us, but with 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 zombies instead of like the the mutants of Last of Us. Yeah, it definitely does not seem to have the same level of story. But I mean, a zombie game, a zombie survival game, is a zombie survival game no matter where you set it. And this one just seems to be set in like the woods <laughs> with bikers and bikers and like rival gangs and shit like that. It's just, what more can you say about it? It looks good, but yeah. do you care? <laughs> That's Not fine. Really. Monster Hunter uh, World is coming to consoles. Which, and PC. Which, which, I mean, a Monster Hunter MMO. It, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. It yeah. looked gorgeous, actually. I was Out of all the Monster Hunter games that I've seen, This the environment looked very impressive. I'm not like a huge Monster Hunter fan, but I know a lot of people that are, and they're excited. So Good, good. Uh, after this, a lot of people really thrilled about the Shadow of the Colossus remake. And it's a complete remake. It's not just a re-release. But oh, they fucking fixed the controls. They need to fix the controls for the game because I loved it. I loved it when it came out for PS2. Played on a PS3 and was remembering how frustrating the controls were for this game. It has not aged well at all. No, I remember you getting frustrated trying to get up on like some sort of the uh, second. Bridge. Yeah, the second, the very second uh, Colossus you run into, and I, it was just like. It, it was so irritating trying to do this control because you're getting thrown around, around like a ragdoll, which is part of the game. Mm-hmm. But it should not be this hard to point in a direction and jump to it. Yeah. You know? You, know, you were on that for like 20 minutes. It was very frustrating to watch. It was, yeah. <laughs> but the same thing with uh, Last Guardian. It also suffered from the bad control scheme. The games, they do beautiful games. Beautiful, gorgeous pieces of art. And the controls, I'm sorry, are not very good. And the thing is, it's not the original production company making this game. This is going to be by Bluepoint, not... Are they just remaking it? Unless they did the remake of that, too? Whatever. We'll just skip that point. It doesn't matter. What I'm I'm saying is they're not going to have um, new content to it. Because I think the the old game is still owned, uh, trademarked, so... It's not like we're going to get the cut content. Yeah. And I already have a high-def version of this game. I don't know why everybody's so excited for a it. A super high-def of the game? Yeah, it, I played it already. and I got frustrated. <laughs> if they increase the controls, if they fix the controls, we'll have something. But to me, it's definitely not, at the very least, a first-day buy. Mm-hmm. All right, going on from there, Call of Duty World, World War II. Um, the multiplayer looks cool. Uh, World War II, Nazis. What, what can go wrong there? I know, right? I mean, it's your boots on ground against people who bitch about for years. I'm sort of excited for it because I'm a big fan of the studio that's behind it, uh, Sledgehammer Games. Uh, they're a very good studio. I enjoyed their Advanced Warfare a lot. They try to do something different, and I'm hoping that they'll try to do something different again and not piss off a lot of people. And I'm not. I love the studio, but, you know, fuck everybody. Now, uh, next, Sony showed, like, for the first time, they're going to actually keep going with the bit of hardware they came out with. Oh, the PlayStation VR? We got a lot of games coming out for it, including Skyrim, which, to me, feels like it's going to be Elder Scrolls, let's see here, puke game. But but, um, I'm really interested in trying it. The part that pissed me off more than anything else, basically my fuck you for this week, is the fact that Square Enix... The only thing they showed for Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts was a fishing game! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I saw that. That was funny. (laughs) They were just trolling the fuck out of people now. (laughs) That was hilarious. (laughs) So yeah, if you're not a huge Final Fantasy person, it's funny as hell to watch everybody fucking rage. (laughs) Alright. Fishing! (laughs) After that, God of War. um, It looks looks good. Really looks a little too story heavy to me really looks very um cutscene 
Yeah, uh, I think they're really trying to give Kratos more of a fucking soul this time around because he has a son. Mm. We'll see. Uh, I know my girl is really on board with it. She's going to get it. After that, uh, Detroit. Oh, I'm getting that shit. I know they released another story character, but again, they talked about it last year. It looked great. I don't know. There's not much to talk about. Yeah, it looks interesting. Looks like we'll have, um, I mean, multiple choices and stuff like that, and the game can play out in different paths and everything. So it's it's not the first time we've seen about... Uh, Detroit become human. But it's, it's definitely a cool step. Uh, last thing they showed off, which really, to me, was not a, a show closer. But, no, it wasn't. I thought it would have been an opener. Uh, the new Spider-Man, which... Looks cool. Spider-Man with quick time events. Not happy about that, but... Uh, I've had it before. But did you play The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2? It's pretty much just a super version of that. And this definitely... I mean, this is basically... It's Spider-Man really... From what I remember from Spider-Man, it was never essentially a stealth game. Mm-hmm. And this seems like it's more of a uh, more of an Arkham Asylum, but we put a spark at Spider-Man. Well, they, they took some elements from the uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. I'll have to lend them to you. You'll have to try them out yourself. Still, it's just... I've never really seen Spider-Man as a stealth character. And, and I don't know. Bright red suit just... <laughs> I understand. We'll have to see how it goes. Um, I'm on board. I'll probably get it not first day, though. All just right. because... But I am... Interest in the fact that you know it is a PlayStation exclusive. So well, we're gonna we're gonna take a break here. Uh, both episodes will probably be up, be up the the same day, but uh, just just for a little break in our throats. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a two parter. We're gonna the, the last few two, two things we're gonna talk about are gonna be Bethesda and Nintendo, and then our closing thoughts. That'll be the next episode. So uh, um, not not a happy gaming everyone, but we'll see you in a couple minutes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>